Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of In the Ring with Acacia Clement. I'm your host, Acacia Clement, as we are in the midst of the halfway point at Saratoga. That actually just hit me. We're getting ready for the Saratoga Select Sale with Basic Tips. And so today's episode will be kind of geared towards all things yearling sales coming up this summer. Of course, it's Whitney weekend up at the spa. It's about 8 million degrees and 600% humidity. Uh, So it's been quite the weekend, but uh, it's been a lot of fun. Of course, great racing continues as always and really looking forward to all of the excitement of the sales coming up. And as this show focuses on sales, breeding, pedigrees. We're going to talk a lot about that today um, and some exciting horses that you'll have a chance to follow with a couple of big consigners that will be showing at the sales uh, coming up this week throughout the Select Sale and the New York Bread Sale. So hope that you enjoy today's guests. Uh, as always, if you're around Saratoga, please come over and say hi. I've gotten a couple of really nice compliments uh, from people that have been listening to the show and enjoying the insight of the guests that have been on and I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. So hope to see you around maybe at the sales grounds or at the races. I'm usually sprinting back and forth from the paddock to the winner's circle. That's my route. I really don't stray from it. So you can usually find me walking on a mission back and forth from the paddock to the winner's circle up at Saratoga. But looking forward to today's show. Hope you enjoy it as much as I did. Well, it's that time of year at Saratoga. Everyone hears about the cocktail party where you can also buy a million dollar horse, the Phasing Tipton Saratoga Select Sale coming up. And with me to give a little insight on it is Conrad Bandroff of Denali Stud. Conrad, I know it's a busy time, a lot of excitement. The showing has started as we're recording this on Sunday morning. How are you feeling leading up to the sale coming up? Yeah, well, thanks for having me on, Acacia, really. Really happy to be here and always happy to uh, be in Saratoga. It's, um, you know, we always look forward to coming up here. It's one of our favorite sales of the year. And um, right now we're, you know, as you said, we're in the throes of showing and, uh, you know, the the excitement and the anticipation is, is building. And um, we've got 10 horses in the, in the select sale and, um, you know, uh, a group that, that we've been excited about and, um, you know, we're, uh, we're still in the opening innings, you know, people mm-hmm. are getting through and they're just coming back to kind of firm up short list now. And we'll start to see who, who they all start to land on, but, um, it's a really good group. We think, you know, we've got, we've got some nice horses in here and, um, a couple that we're really excited about. And Denali always brings a really, really strong group to this Saratoga sale. And in general, it's a strong book. It's a boutique sale for that reason. How do you figure out which horses to bring up here uh, to sell at Saratoga? You know, we were we're fortunate to have had some of the success that we've had up here. And, um, you know, we're uh, when we're doing our selection and our recruiting process for this sale, we're we're very careful uh we it takes the right kind of horse to bring to saratoga and by that i mean you've got to have uh you know a really bulletproof individual that um can really stack up to to the scrutiny and um you know come up here and do their job and and be a professional and and uh 
kind of jump through the hoops that they have to jump through. It's a, it's a very demanding couple of days for these young horses. Um, anyone that's in Saratoga knows how hot and humid it's been <laughs> up here. And, um, you know, it was like yesterday, you know, it was, it was noon and all the horses were sweating and, and we had a little bit of a lull and I just said, okay, guys, you know, go, these horses are miserable. Go spray them off some cold water. And yeah. they were all very happy about that. So, um, I would have liked but, that around noon yesterday myself. Me too. Me too. <laughs> I was jealous, but, um, you know, you've, you've got to, we target the sale with, with American dirt pedigree type horses. And, um, because that's your, it's all, it's pretty much, uh, you know, an entire domestic buying bench here. Um, and uh, you've just got to bring individuals that of the highest physicality that can meet the criteria because it's a long time for them to be up here and to be showing. And, and buyers have a lot of time, which is a great thing. Um, but, you know, it also allows them to come back and look at a horse a fourth, fifth, sixth time. And the horse has to be able to withstand that, you know, that level of scrutiny. And, the other thing that we're very careful about is, you know, the horses have to have to have a good mind. Um, it's, it's asking a lot of these young horses to get on a van, travel 14 hours, come show for five days in the, in the heat and the humidity. And you got to have a horse that, that can handle that. Um, so that's something that we factor in when we're picking horses to come up here as well. Now, as we take a look through some of the horses you'll be selling uh, coming up on Monday, Tuesday, I wanted to start off by asking, because I know it's something that I've been asked before and people are curious about, we have the New York bread sale coming up next week, also for Phasic Tipton, where you're also selling a, a, a nice group of horses there as well. Yet in the select sale, you have Hip 204, who is a New York bred, and obviously it's a huge pedigree curling out of Hot City Girl, who of course is the sister to love her dad. Um, tell me just a little bit about the process of a filly who'd be eligible to sell in a New York bread sale, but thinking that uh, she stacks up to go into this select sale. Yeah, I mean, she's just a beautiful very elegant filly and um you know she is a new york bred um but you've got different audiences for both sales mm -hmm. and we really felt and when we had phasic come and look at her you know we had a, a an open conversation with them about you know where do we where where are we gonna is this filly gonna best uh present herself and and have you know the chance to have the best result for the client and um and we really felt like she's a filly that um, is going to appeal to a lot of the buying buying bench in the in the main sale. Um, mm -hmm. You know, she would certainly have been you know maybe one of the top horses in the New York Red Sale, but she's a she's a very class quality filly that um, you know we 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 hope is going to do well uh, here on on a Tuesday night. Um, and obviously, you know. Curlin Pillies, um, you know, you wouldn't mind having a couple of them right now. I, I think he's doing okay, but, uh, you know, um, it, he's an amazing stallion. Um, and this filly is, looks like a classic type filly that, that could take you to the promised land and, and win you, uh, win you the Kentucky Oaks maybe one day, or, you know, there's a couple of nice, uh, three-year-old filly races up here in Saratoga <laughs> that, uh, this filly would look pretty good in the winter circle. And, 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you look at what Ness just did uh, up here at Curl and Philly and uh, a big fan of the stallion, of course, a, a big name stallion. And you also have some newer stallions represented. Um, Hip 186 is by Gunrunner. He was a freshman stallion. We see his two-year-olds on the track right now who or three-year-olds, I should say now, who have just been absolutely sensational. How exciting is it for you when you know you have one that you're going to be selling in a big sale like this and you see the stallion just having so much success on the racetrack? Well, I mean, it's just, you know, we call it the Saratoga magic because you can really, a horse can really ride a momentum wave up here. And we had Steve Asmussen here yesterday afternoon before we went over to the races and you know, had a chance. Let's see. The other really nice thing about Saratoga is, you know, people have time. You can talk to them. It's a more, it's a more relaxed setting. And, you know, we were just talking to Steve and I just said, you know, it's got to, you got to be so proud and has to be so gratifying what this horse is doing, yeah. you know, as good as he was to Steve. And, and that's what he said. He's like, you know, this horse has done so much for me. It's just great to see him doing so much for everybody, which, mm-hmm. you know, it's a, it's a cool thing. He's, and, you know, I, I said to him, I said, you know, he's a, he's a horse, he's the kind of horse who's been good to everybody at every stage, right? Mm-hmm. It's, um, he's an amazing stallion. I've never, you know, what he's doing, it, it's, it's hard to draw comparisons. Um, but um, they just, uh, they're very athletic. And the colt we have up here is, is a homebred. He's from the farm. We've raised him. We've always really liked him. He's, He's just an absolute dude, really cool <laughs> personality. And, you know, one of the reasons we brought him up here is um, he has one of the physical traits that we think can you can really showcase and, 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 uh, and highlight in Saratoga. And that's just, he's just got a intoxicating walk. I mean, mm. this horse just, you know, you, you could just watch him walk all day. And, uh, and we're very fortunate in Saratoga that, We've got the best sales, uh, you know, we've got the best showing ground in, in the whole sales complex um, in the 7A courtyard. We've got shade, we've got room and room for horses to really, you know, show how well they move. And, and this horse is, uh, is doing that. He's, um, he's, he's not in the, his stall very often, and, uh, <laughs> but he still drops his head and, and just walks like a cat. I can't wait to see him as, of course, he, he's an exciting homebred, as you mentioned, one that's got to be really special, but you're also selling on behalf of clients. You have Stone Street Stables, Bridlewood, uh, Windstar. Will you tell me a little bit about those partnerships and, and the trust that clients give in Denali in selling their, their horses? You know, we're, we're very fortunate that we get to work and represent some of the best breeders in the business. Um, and it's something that, uh, that we take great pride in when you, when you look through, through the consignment that we have in Saratoga in September, um, a lot of the best breeders in the industry, you know, we're, we're fortunate enough to work with and, um, you know, we, uh, we, we do a pretty good job of, we think bringing the right horses up here to Saratoga and, and, uh, you know, clients, um, clients know the, 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 area that we that we have and how good of a show area it is and they trust us with really nice horses um you know we've we've done we've been fortunate to do well for windstar and stone street in saratoga bridalwood um we've got a very nice vino rosa colt um that was uh mm-hmm. raised at elm tree farm jody and michelle huckabee um they were you know 
compliment that two horsemen of their caliber, you know, gave gave us a, such a nice horse from their farm to to sell up here. And um, you know, we've got an intimate colt for Don Alberto. So we're just, you know, we're we're very blessed with um that we get to work for some of the best in the business. I did want to ask you about the Catalina Cruiser because obviously there's that huge pedigree there um, being the, the half to Preakness winner looking at Lockie. Um, have you had some excitement about that one already? And then of course, Shahama, who we saw running in the Oaks this year. Yeah, he's he's been a horse that from the first moment we, we saw him down at Tammy Bobo's and mm-hmm. in Ocala, I mean, you just, you just loved him. Um, he's, He's just such a well-balanced physical horse, and um, and it's and it's such an amazing pedigree. I mean that that mare you could you could breed her to anything, and she'll get you a graded yeah. stakes winner. It looks like I mean she's just done it time and time again. And I mean what the Shahama thing. I mean you know it's it's I think some people don't realize you know for her to come over from to, to from Dubai to run as well as she did in the Oaks as well as she did. Um, in Saratoga, you know, and then she, for her to win a great stake at, at Monmouth, I mean, she's, uh, you know, that those are tall asks and she's a very talented filly and, um, you know, she's, she's in great hands and, uh, in the Todd Fletcher barn and, um, and excited to see what she continues to go on to do, but certainly the, to have a current horse in the, in the pedigree just just goes to show that you know how good of a mare private feeling is and and this is a, just a really nice horse you know he, the mare is no spring chicken she has some age on her but um you know this 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 colt in particular um just doesn't look like an old mare's foal mm-hmm. I mean, he's just so physically uh, imposing and and mature for for uh, a yearling well, of course, there's so much buzz about the select sale. A lot of people come out and enjoy it. But then next week, August 14th and 15th, is the New York bred yearlings. And while maybe it's not as much of a party, um, this is such an important sale, especially here in New York, that so many people point towards. Can you give us a little run through of what we can expect from Denali with the New York bred yearlings? We're going to have 16 horses in the New York bred sale. And you know, we were fortunate again to work with some of the best breeders in, in New York. And, um, you know, we've, uh, we've been lucky. We've had a lot of success in the New York bread sale. Um, you know, we're, we've been a perennial leading consigner up there and, um, and we've got a very nice group for next week. Um, we've got to tap it out of a, out of a really good race mare named flip cup her second bowl. Um, we've got a, we've got a beautiful Liam's map Colt. Um, who uh, who was actually cross entered in the main sale, but being a New York bred, we ultimately decided let's let's um, really let him stand out. And, um, I mean, it's a very it's a very good group. Uh, it is, in in my mind, the the best place and really the only place to uh, to sell a sell a New York bred. They just um, you get New York trainers here. It just that they just this is this is the place to to sell a New York bred if you have one. So. Um, you know, horses all always do well coming out of the sale. Uh, and there's good horses here for on offer mm-hmm. for trainers. I interviewed Boyd Browning, president of Phasig, at uh, the races yesterday. And I said, what makes these sales special? And he said, Saratoga. How big is that for you, too, having everybody here and all this excitement? You know, it's um, like I mentioned earlier, it, it's part of the magic about this place. You've got 
you've got a, a you know one of the world's best race meets coupled with um you know a, a boutique sale of really high quality horses and um you know owners are in town they're at the races they're at the sales and um you know just the environment and the ambiance you know people are just they love to be in saratoga and you know go to the races have a good dinner and mm-hmm. um you know, attend the sales and it's like, uh, it's like adult spring break, you know, it's just, uh, it's just a fun place to be. We can only just turn the temperature down a little bit. (laughs) Couldn't agree more. Conrad, I know you have such a busy day coming up. Thank you so much for taking the time and wishing you and the team all the best with the sales coming up. Thanks so much, Acacia. Look forward to seeing you out at the sales grounds. Really happy to welcome in Heedley Bell of Mill Ridge Farm. And Heedley, uh, I know you have been a huge supporter and excited fan of Oscar performance, your stallion, right from the start. A stallion I can't wait to talk to you about today, who has just been uh, really fun to follow with his horses out on track as of now. Hope everything is going well and looking forward to chatting with you today. Well, uh, me as well. I appreciate you reaching out, Acacia. I'm talking about Oscar performance standing at Mill Ridge. Uh, I had your son Price on the show actually last year uh, talking a little bit about the farm and, and looking forward to some of the things we may see from Oscar performance. But now that we've got his runners out on track, can you tell us just a little bit about some of the things that you've seen? And of course, nice two-year-old winner at Saratoga. That's always a good thing. <laughs> when, you're, when you're in the business we're in and you're trying to, to promote your stay and, um, Right in front of that arena of Saratoga, it doesn't get much better than that. Um, so, so from from our standpoint, um, and what we've heard that others might not have heard, uh, are from the trainers who have these horses. And while he has five winners currently, which is great, um, what we what we've heard and what we like the most is that these horses enjoy their work. Uh, they enjoy being athletes. Uh, the indication is from from most every trainer that that has one, and when I see them, they're so positive about about um, about their mind and about how how they're going through the process at this time. Again, none of us know until we race. You know the talent, um, but that that for us is, is the foundation, and that that is so very very encouraging. And he is by the late Kittens Joy, who we just recently lost. And, of course, a, a huge blow to the industry and a terrific stallion. But having the opportunity to stand of a son of such a prolific stallion, how excited does that get you about his future? Well, that was part of the, part of the process. Mm-hmm. Um, I happen to be a huge fan of Kittens Joy uh, and bred to him early on with all of our clientele. So. Mm-hmm. And I assisted the Ammermans have been clients of ours for 20 years at Mill Ridge, Jerry and John Ammerman, just the best people in the world, love the horse, love the industry. And so for them to have a horse like Oscar performance, trained by Brian Lynch, ridden by Jose Ortiz his entire career, you know, you're in the right pew with the right kind of people that truly love this industry. So Kidden's Joy certainly played a part. But more importantly, probably is the is the dam side. Divine actress was really probably one of the most the prettiest mares on the farm of ninety mares that we have on the farm. She's about theatrical, has tremendous quality, and she came through in this horse. You know, he is a very handsome horse, 
with great character, with great charisma, with great confidence. And so we're seeing a combination of Kitten's Joy and Divine Actress through Oscar performance. He himself was a Breeders' Cup winner, a, a world record miler, a really exciting racehorse. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, he was Jose Ortiz's first Breeders' Cup winner, too, uh, as a juvenile, correct. which is a cool story. And he also raced without Lasix, which we've seen really expanding a lot, particularly in two-year-old two races and graded stakes now. How important does that play into uh, breeders being excited about him, given that he raced medication-free? You can't ignore it. You know, it's one of those things that you just put on the list. Um, it wasn't something that we emphasized because it's, you know, his talents are what spoke for him. Um, so you can't ignore it. Um, if people think it's an edge or not, you know, the fact that he did not race on it has to be an advantage. Um, but it wasn't a point that we really emphasized. Now, as we know, you, of course, have Oscar performance standing at Mill Ridge, a farm with tremendous history and longevity within the sport. You also work as a bloodstock agent, too. And we have the sales coming up and Mill Ridge very active, particularly in the Saratoga Select Sale. Can you tell us a little bit about some things that we can look forward to? Yeah, with pleasure. Um, you know, Saratoga is a unique market. It is a boutique sale, without question. The Phasic team does an extraordinary job. They are your partner when they come out to the farm. We probably show them three quarters of our crop of yearlings, which were 60 yearlings, because we think that highly of them and their opinion. You know, led by, by Bane Welker. Now, sadly, we lost Brian Bill Graves, you know, uh, but, but, but he still lives on in, in, in our thoughts. Um, but, but, Boyd, but Boyd and, and, and Bane and, and the team really do a terrific job. So, so they work with you on, on selecting horses that fit into this market. So we brought eight yearlings up here, and, um, and we bought two Oscar performances up mm -hmm. here because we believe that really um, it's a place to showcase the horse. We love for people to spend time looking at them, and that's what you have here is time. We love for Price to be able to, to talk about Oscar performance. Uh, so that, that, that allows that. We have an Omaha Beach who um, is mm -hmm. first year staff, and um, they were received very, very well at, at, at the July, July sale. And we love the horse. Our clients um, that we assist in mating, we bred 12 mares to the horse last year, and it's in its third year. So that's what we think of the horse. And I think, judging by the July sale, that's what, how they've sold. Mm -hmm. We have a Vino Rosso up here um, that's a half to boardroom. And he is a, he's out of Rahi Mare, so he's not a very tall horse, but he's got a huge engine on him and he's very athletic and just, you know, we, we like him very well. And then we have proven horses uh, by Ghost Zapper up here, which is a really athletic horse. Um, and I can't remember, we've got an, an uh, I, uh, I, um, anyway, that's essentially what we have. We got a, and ends uh, of other things that I can't recall right off the back because I'm not looking at it. But we've got a group of horses that we think fit into this market and, and that are a price point. They're not good sales. You know, they're racehorse uh, yearlings and we're by, and they're affordable. You know, they're the horses that would have suited, suited September very well, but they really are showcased here, you know, for what we think are reasonable prices for the athletes that are, that are there.
And you talked about Basic coming out and the inspection process and working closely with the team to decide which horses go into this sale because it is a small catalog. It's just two nights and everybody's really watching and there's a lot of competition for the the top level horses and, and the, the top pedigrees plus the physical. So will you tell me a little bit more about the process in deciding which horses can come up and be competitive in this particular sale? Yeah, that's a great, that's a great question. Uh, that's really what you're doing. All of your yearlings, your goal as a seller, as a breeder, is to put them on that platform to allow them to be the, the biggest they can be, to allow them to showcase themselves in that arena. Um, so, so that's what, that's what everyone has done here. You know, whether it be a curling or an end of mischief or whatever it is, they're showcasing their horses because right behind September sale and the depth of the September sale you have numbers and you also have depth of quality to consider so in your process you are you are always weighing is this horse going to suit better in Saratoga to showcase or September to showcase Mm -hmm. and then the next sale uh, is the October sale so you're taking all three of those sales and you're deciding where does this horse fit into that the best sale to be on the biggest stage possible. How much of a factor do you think being right next to the racetrack plays? People get excited watching the races there and they want to come across the street and try to find a horse that can put them in that winter circle next year. That is what it is. This yeah. is, this industry is made of dreams mm-hmm. with that question. It's about dreams. That's the greatest, uh, greatest quality that we have. And when you're here racing, in an environment like Saratoga, where you can go out in the mornings and fall in love with the horse. It's, it's truly, as you know, we've been involved with horse country, okay? Yeah. Open up the farms for tourism. And so with that, our feeling was, if you could get close to the horse and get to know the horse, you would fall in love with the industry. Here at Saratoga, when you can go out in the mornings and observe those athletes, understand the process, because the truth is, it's a it, um, at Belmont, let's say, most people are just going to go to the races, you know, and that's, you don't have, you, there's only minutes to, to fall in love with the horse between races. Right. Here, you've got an entire environment. You've got a social scene of going out to dinner. You've got your friends here, you know, and it, it's, it's where you summer, you know, and so all those ingredients um, make Saratoga such a special, special place uh, to be engaged and to fall in love with this industry. I love that. There really is a magic around Saratoga this time of year, too. And, um, of course, all the buzz leading up to the sale. One of the things that always fascinates me as well is how these are yearlings. They're very young horses. They're, of course, unproven. But many kind of look at this sale as an opportunity to take advantage of a a blank slate. So you have a a foundation, of course, with the breeding and the way that horse has been raised. But will you expand a little bit more on that idea of why buying a yearling may be so appealing for some of those big buyers? Yeah, well, that's exactly right. It is a clean slate. So, so the the opportunity to buy a horse that's that is a potential racehorse it has a weanling, which is, means it's it's still a, just a foal off mother. It's no longer on its mother, but it's not one year old yet. So that's that's the earliest phase. 
Every thoroughbred's birthday is January 1st, no matter when they were actually born, the date they were born. So come January 1st of this past year, all these weanlings became yearlings. So now we're into August of their of yearling year. So they are essentially high schoolers, basically. You know, the weanlings were grade schoolers. So now they're in high school. And, you know, while they're, you can observe their talent, you're still looking at a fairly clean slate of uh, and palette of what, you know, you have to be creative and visualize what is this horse going to turn into. Mm-hmm. And so that's what this arena is right now. The next opportunity are the two-year-old sales. And that's, that's when they go down to generally Ocala in October. And here's where they start their early training. And so that's, they start that as yearlings. January 1st comes again and they become two-year-olds. And those sales start in March and then April and then June. And here you're having a chance to see the horses perform under tack at a certain distance. And that's the process. And those guys are essentially college, you know, early college kids, you know. So that's the process. That's the stage. Those are the opportunities. Right now, we're starting the process with these yearlings at Saratoga to see them, you know, just in their high school days. I like that. Such a good way to put it. And here we get buyers from all over the world, of course, coming in town for the big races and looking to this sale and the individuals that are going to be sold there. As I mentioned at the start, Mill Ridge has such a strong history uh, with your family throughout the industry. How important is that is your reputation of the farm and the way that these horses have been brought along and brought into this sale and the trust that's been put in you to sell them? Well, thank you for recognizing that. I mean, for us, it's it's everything, and I think for most anybody, it's it it, it it's important. Um, and it's not just our family, but it's the history of Saratoga itself, this basic Tipton Sales Company, and them managing to pull together these top athletes and showcasing these athletes, and then how have they performed? And what could be argued, you know, we saw possibly the best horse three year old in the country yesterday, and mm-hmm. life is good. Well. Flightline came out of the sale, you know, and it could be argued that he's the best horse, you know. So those com- co- uh, combinations of the consigner with, with, with which you speak here in Millridge and our history and the combination with us, us choosing the horses that we uh, that we bring here and having raised these horses, those combinations with Basic Tipton and their history, you know, provide opportunity. You spoke a little bit about helping clients choosing matings. And one of the things that maybe we don't often highlight as much in the daily day-to-day with racing, of course, you see the finished product basically on the racetrack, but so much just to get to that point. And right at the beginning is choosing which mare to send to a particular stallion. Will you take us a little bit back to the beginning and some of the conversations that are had to to make those matings happen? Yeah, again, a, a great question because now you're really describing the entire industry. So yes, uh, matings aren't, aren't uh, you know, while, while we're in an inexact business, there's a lot of study uh, and a lot of intuition that goes into matings. You're matching uh, a, a, a collection of stallions that exist based on their race record and their pedigree and their confirmation. And then you have your mayor and you're trying to match those two ingredients. So what I do, and I've been fortunate to work with extraordinary clients, which can provide them opportunity. You know, I've used certain kinds of programs, which provide me 
you know, some analysis to look at pedigrees that have been successful and have a broader understanding of pedigrees that work together. We call it NICS simply, you know, NICS, but, but it's more than that because um, it's a broad look at blends of pedigrees that seem to work together. So you put together the confirmation of your mayor. What does that mayor need? If it maybe needs some speed or some stamina, does it need some size? Does it need a correct confirmation on a horse and things like that? So you're putting together all these different factors. And to your point, I think this is really most important. And it's one of the links in the chain. You know, you have to connect the entire chain, but it's one of the important. It's the first link that you put in the chain. Mm -hmm. And that's where that horse is, you know, and how it's raised. And then the next step is, is this process. Whom is it going to go to? as the early training phase, which is an and then eventually to the trainer, which really does complete the chain, you know, and if you've got one link that, that is weak in the process, your chain will not be strong. So all these pieces, you know, you try to link them together again, exact, but similar to any other business or any other endeavor, you can, you can associate with the best team possible. And when I'm thinking about, you know, if we're considering buying yearlings or mating mayors, we're, we're considering the team and what makes up that team. So many pieces that go into it. And I think it's such a huge part of the industry that, that I, I, I like having the opportunity to highlight more. And I wish we highlighted more because I don't think we, we give enough credit to everyone along the lines, as you said, who has to come together and things have to work just to get a horse on the racetrack, let alone win a race or win a graded stake. And that would bring me back to. Oscar performance and choosing matings there. What kind of mares have you found have really had success breeding to him? What does he do in passing on maybe some of, of his ability, his speed is exciting. Um, what we saw on the racetrack into the mares that he's been bred to. Well, he was, he was fascinating. He is fascinating because he's a stain that could blend with most any, any, any sour the storm cat the northern dance or mr prospector ones that type of thing for example and he he would blend with most everything because while he's a northern dancer and he's got a rich blend of northern dancer within his pedigree northern dancer on top of northern dancer is is a beautiful thing so you can't have too much northern dancer you know you you can't have really too much um too much rebo or too much of these other lines so He's a unique horse in that he blends so well with so many things. Mm-hmm. And, and while we're kind of speaking of this, you know, we have up the trend. It's, it's now been, being expressed more because people recognize the boy. But we at Millridge have bucked the trend with Oscar performance because, as you know, and many know, uh, as a commercial breeder, people didn't want to breed to, quote, turf horses, yes. you know, yet occurring is that you mentioned Kitten's Joy, who's, who's, who's now deceased. Um, all these other horses, English Channel, who's now deceased. The void that exists more than ready is there, but he's in his, you know, he's in his twilight. So that opportunity that Oscar Performs uh, has to fill a void, and also now half the races are on turf, 
and emphasized, you know, so we are bucking the trend and Oscar performance really has a, has an opportunity to, to assist the industry. This next phase of, and actually embracing it and breaking and bucking this trend of no turf. And that'll do it for another episode of In the Ring. Thank you so much for listening. And big thank you to my guests, Conrad Bandroff of Denali Stud and Heedley Bell of Mill Ridge Farm. Be sure to follow both of their consignments coming up this week at the Saratoga Select Sale over at Fazig Tipton. Um, great talking to both of them and, and two wonderful ambassadors of the sport of horse racing and talking a lot about from the very beginning of what makes a racehorse and all that goes into just getting a horse to the racetrack it always makes you think of a little bit more appreciation for how hard it is just to get a horse racing let alone winning. Um, so big thank you to both of my guests. As always, if you have anything you're interested in, please send me a message, send me any requests, any uh, insight that you're curious about. Please feel free to share this episode. And as always, make sure you're subscribed to the In The Money Media newsletter. Check out all of the great content from my colleagues over at In The Money. And we'll see you next time on In The Ring. All of a sudden, I think people are going to say, Man, what have we been thinking? You know, that is that is opportunity. So that's that's what we believe. Uh, I absolutely love that. And so excited to see some more of his progeny on the racetrack too. Heedley, thank you so much for taking the time and some amazing insight that you were able to share here. Wishing you and the team all the best with the sales coming up too. Well, it's always a pleasure to visit with you, Casey. I really thank you so much.